plastic bag that we can make. <laughs> Time, times are tough this year. <laughs> Leo, do you want some turkey? No. My turkey. It's my around. turkey out of a bag. <laughs> This Thanksgiving, I didn't eat my mom's sweet potato casserole or visit with aunts, uncles, and grandparents. In fact, my last day of work before maternity leave was Thanksgiving. I got off around five, dinner wasn't homemade, but it was still special. Curtis prepared a box meal from Trader Joe's. So it was just us, Curtis and my dog, Leo. It's not too bad, we got green beans, we have a turkey loaf with stuffing and cranberry sauce. It's not, not too shabby. It's not gonna taste like mom's Thanksgiving, but it'll be something. We're having Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Look at him trying to wedge himself in between my legs. <laughs> Over the last like couple months, I feel like our family, I mean, our families were together before, but I think right now, like going through this, it's like everybody's like, okay, what do we need to do? Um, to be able to be that support system. So that's really reassuring going into this. It's not like we're, we're alone. My mom and dad visited the week before Thanksgiving. While my parents were in town, Curtis and I picked up a glider my mother-in-law gifted us for our bedroom. It's ridiculously big and in a box. We just need to pull up the car so we can load this. Do you want me to stay here? Yeah, just, just stay here. Okay. Where am I gonna sit? I'm gonna get it. <laughs> I think that would have been miserable if I tried the Jeep. Yeah, Dad's car is a lot easier to get this stuff in too. I'm glad we could borrow it. And we have to get all the other furniture in. Packed in boxes in a corner at this point, but we're trying, because we have to buy all the furniture for the baby, and we're trying to think long-term also, like the convertible crib that you can make into a, uh, like a small bed later on, you get all, 2,000 attachments for it, but uh, we're also trying to fit everything, our stuff included, into a 700 square foot apartment now. We're trying to learn from, uh, what is it, tiny houses? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much our life right now. Let's open it up and see what's in there. I'll get all this stuff together. You guys can get on the road. No, we're not going to get on the road until we get you guys settled down. Does it look like it's front or back or... I don't know. I guess we'll find out. This might take hours. Really? <laughs> well, it's just like a weird angle. For each episode of Due Date, I go into the studio with my producer, Shannon Ray Green. I tell her what's happening with my body and probably totally freak her out about having a baby. This is crazy. Lightning crotch? <laughs> lightning crotch. Because you can't end your pregnancy unless you have lightning crotch, apparently. I'm at 38 weeks right now, and the baby is hitting all sorts of nerves down there. Randomly, my legs will feel like they're going to give out. Uh, they feel like they're going to give out for a second because I'll get a sharp pain. And it's really funny, the Bump app calls this lightning crotch, which is exactly how it feels. <laughs> it's a really strange term, but it feels like lightning bolts are shooting from my crotch down my legs. And the feelings don't last long, but they're really weird and uncomfortable. 
And I think this is happening because the baby assumes a lower position the closer to your due date. So he's just kind of like bouncing all around in there. Sorry, this isn't more exciting. I don't think putting furniture together <laughs> is exciting. <laughs> as long as I don't fly right off of there. Okay, I'll test it out first. <laughs> so let's see how the rocker looks. It's almost got it together here. So because of the way my personal days are working out, bumping up against the end of the year, I'm leaving uh, a couple days before my due date, and I'm really excited to have some extra downtime to myself before the baby arrives, but I'm also secretly wondering if I'm just going to go crazy because I'm so used to working, and I don't know if the baby will come early or if he'll come on the due date or later. Um, maybe I can just like channel that energy into baby books or reading up on parenting or something. And these are my thoughts. Wow, it looks really nice, doesn't it? Well, it's not quite together yet, Dad. There. Hey, there you got it! There. There you go. There you go. Weird to get them on. Uh, got it. Cool! Yeah, but that's good. You can take them off and wash them. All right, Mama. Nice to sit down. So you want to sit down, Mommy? Yeah. That's nice. nice. Good. Cool down a little bit so it doesn't hit the wall. At night, it was nursing. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. your go. I'm so excited. Yeah, we got junk everywhere. We got the rocker in, but we have everything all on the plate. Everything else looks crazy. Maybe this whole nesting thing is real. Suddenly, I feel like I don't need as much sleep. I've been staying up late, and when I wake up in the morning, I feel like I can go. Then um, the reality is I just can't sleep. It's really hard for me to get to sleep. So this past weekend, I did all of our Christmas shopping, and I even wrapped everything, and I sent it up to Pennsylvania. I've never had everything done before Thanksgiving, so I feel like I've accomplished a lot. It's an early Christmas miracle. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, Leo. Next time we'll see each other. We'll be in a hospital, probably. Uh, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I hope so. Well, you this time of year is all about family, near or far. So let's take it back to some early pregnancy conversations I had with my family over the summer. This episode is about what I knew about pregnancy before I got pregnant and what I know now. My mom, aunts, and family friends told me quite a bit about their experiences. She wants to know if she should tell she puked the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Curtis's mom said that she was she had morning sickness the whole way through the pregnancy. Yeah, the with Lauren. Yeah, yeah. Up in the hospital to get IVs to get some nourishment. That's what she wants. She wants the real deal. The reason I, I pitched this podcast is because I feel like there's so much information out there about what you can't eat, what you should be feeling like, the pregnancy glow, and how beautiful you feel like when you're pregnant, which I don't really understand. Because I just feel like I'm gassy all the time. 
and I can't control my body. It's really weird, and I haven't even gotten through most of it yet. So I kind of just wanted it to be um, more casual, more like someone's experience. And I thought that you guys have probably tons and tons of stories from your pregnancies. Um, and also advice maybe for people that might be, um, you know, going through this now too. Okay, what is going on? <laughs> laughing is acceptable. <laughs> you guys can laugh. Yeah, she, she tries to get pregnant. Off the record. <laughs> it's okay, but the people did. <laughs> probably the oldest one here. I have uh, three children, two biological children, and uh, one adopted child. I have three stepchildren. Getting pregnant was something that we planned and was real easy, happened right away uh, with our first child, and the pregnancy was very difficult. Felt horrible, wasn't able to eat anything, couldn't even stand the smell of food for the whole nine months. So it wasn't fun the first time and I was I think I was 21 when I was pregnant the first time with my daughter if I would have gone by what I felt like with that pregnancy I probably wouldn't have had any more children but uh, we did have a I did have another child a son and with that pregnancy I felt fabulous never sick one moment of course we adopted like I said loved um, every minute of delivering both babies I had all both my children within about three hours and a half and um so that was really great after having a rough pregnancy. Um, yeah, you could go 24 and a half or more. Some of these people, bless their hearts, I, they just go through so much. But, yeah, I was really blessed with that. Um, delivery was, I thought, awesome. If you, if you want to say your first name, that's fine. Okay, yeah. I'm Sharon, and I have three girls. I had my first child at 17. You can laugh. <laughs> my second child at 22 and my third child at 27 did fairly well with the first baby went in the hospital at seven in the morning and she was born by noon and then had the second one who was halfway out in the elevator um, trying to get me to a room and then the third one that was supposed to fall out was the hardest delivery of all um, she was she was four in the afternoon, started the labor, and she wasn't born until noon the following day. Um, so each one of them was different, and that was back in the days when you did Lamaze, and you were a failure if you had an epidural. Oh, wow. Oh, wow is right. So you felt every pain. That was the cool thing to do, um, which makes no sense when you think about what that meant as far as pain. 
and Stan wasn't in there with two of the birds. So, you know, it was just me. Um, he was out in the reception room watching Tarzan movie the first time. <laughs> well, give him a break. He was 18. <laughs> Where he was the second time around, and the third time when they said it's another girl, third girl, I didn't even look at him. I just like, oh, he's so gonna be disappointed. But she's been the biggest blessing of all. Well, he's the one that decided. He did decide. But the doctor told me with the third one that there's ways to remedy that. It's all. Oh, that I actually—it's our acidity that causes no, it's not the, <clears throat> the male to travel further. Really, if we neutralize that with baking soda. What? I've yeah. never heard of that. I've never heard of that either. Yeah. Okay. Just pour baking soda. Well, you just uh, like a um, syringe of baking soda in warm water and. Um, that it, it neutralizes, neutralizes the, the acidity in the woman's body because the male's sperm has a little difficulty getting as far as it needs to go. So a, if you do that if you want a boy? You want a boy. I never heard of that. My name is Lou, and I have two sons. I remember wanting to get pregnant because all my friends were getting pregnant. Back then, you had to miss your period two months before they'd even see you at the doctor. Really? Right. So when I got pregnant with my second, Matt, I knew right away. Uh, My body just told me that. And I got really sick, and I dehydrated, and I couldn't even keep down a drop of water to the point that they had to send me to the hospital. And my doctor said, I can't even tell if you're pregnant. And I said, trust me, I am pregnant. (laughs) And sure enough, I was. And I was very sick for probably the first six months. The only glow I had was puke. That was it. (laughs) But I never regret it having either one of them going through the sickness i can even remember saying to my husband well why don't we have a third and he goes no because we can only make boys so i was listening to her talk about sonograms i had three babies and not one sonogram. no i didn't either one i never did. really I no had a baby. right and there you never knew what you were having until that's crazy know, until it came out then you knew That's right. yeah well, you had, had a lot of people guess right i had to but i had difficulties so they they didn't want to see i was older i was 34 mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. we had gotten married later in life we had gotten married when i was 33 and uh we decided we would have a family right away because we were older so we had been married six months and a lot of my girlfriends were having mis- uh, were having miscarriages, or they were not getting pregnant because they had been on the pill for quite a while, mm-hmm. and it was hard for them to conceive. And I said to Jonathan, "Well, it'll probably take us at least a year to get pregnant." It took me two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks. So. Uh, you and were it was it was a blessing, and it was God's timing, mm-hmm. and uh, because I had other health issues, uh, it was 
complicated, but the doctor that I went to for those those procedures was out of town at the time. And so uh, by the time he got back in town, I was already pregnant, so we had to deal with the situation at the way it was then. The situation was, yeah, you. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been called a situation? (laughs) Probably more times than I know. (laughs) That was late afternoon, and and you weren't born until the next afternoon. And and, uh, they did do a C-section, and... Why did they do a C-section? They told me they did it because the cord was wrapped. So Around my head, right? Right, around your, well, like, you know, it's around your neck usually. But didn't you try to have me naturally first? Yeah, oh, yes. I went through the whole, I went through everything. (laughs) The whole thing. I got the whole experience. I didn't want to leave anything out because I was in there. (laughs) One child. Do everything. Yes. You might as well do a C-section too. Right. Yes. <laughs> this would make it more exciting. Give me the whole buffet. I really was thinking about this interview. <laughs> and you don't want to feel your story wasn't good. Yes. I had to top the rest of it. <laughs> and you did. <laughs> and you, a very healthy Always. baby, very healthy little child, and and you did quite well. <laughs> but I didn't try it again. <laughs> you like breathing. I like breathing yeah. a lot. Wow. You know, when we make a commitment to have a child, um, to me, that's a commitment to do your very best, whatever your very best is. You know, we all have different situations. Some of us are single moms. Some of us working moms. Some of us, you know, have different situations, other children to deal with. But... I just feel like the children deserve the very best that we can give them. If we make the decision right. to have a child, then we need to give them the very best. And um, uh, so it's that's definitely a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. Yeah, it's a major sacrifice your, of time. There's no more about anymore. me. That's yeah. right. It's not yeah. all about me. And if anybody uh, going through life is that type of person, you have a right to be all about you as long as you're you're it's only you you know it's when you make a choice to bring somebody else's life into it that you have to decide am i willing to make the sacrifice that it takes and that will be from the moment they're born until they're grown and out of your house it doesn't end when they're three or five or when they start school or when they become a teenager um it just the problems change and the situations change and um so I remember the one lady from church came up to me when I, for as soon as I got pregnant, and she says, "Well, honey, this is it for the next twenty years." And I thought, "Boy, you are really small thanks for person. that encouragement." Yeah, but often I had thought about that so over the years. I thought, "Yeah, the next twenty years," you know. But she was right. But it's also the blessing for the next twenty years, and it goes on and on. There's nothing past the 20 yeah. years. That's yeah, right. it does. Because yeah, it does. no matter how old your children are, 40, 43, or whatever, if they need you, you're still their mom. Oh, you wow. know? Yes. And yeah. you're there yeah. to help them go through whatever it is. This is Due Date, a podcast about my uncensored journey through pregnancy. Thanks to everyone who sent me feedback via social media, email, and comments. I was so excited to see a five-star review from PSU Bino on iTunes this week. 
This is the first podcast I've been a part of, and I'm so glad it's resonating with others. Check back Friday for a new episode on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. If you don't see one there, chances are our baby is on the way. And so you just have to come back the next week because we're going to push out audio from the actual labor and delivery room, which is crazy. People keep being really freaked out that I'm going to do this. Thank you all so much for listening. If you rate and review the show on iTunes, it will help more people find it. Connect with me on Twitter at Ashley May Tweets.